That's me uh, cracking up of Faubourg beer. Uh, it used to be called um, Dixie Brewing Company out of uh, New Orleans, and now it's called Faubourg. And I didn't know how to pronounce it. New Orleans, Louisiana Brewing Company. Let's see what it tastes like here. Mmm. Mmm. All right, it's good. It's good. I just miss my old Dixie beer. It reminds me of good times in New Orleans, cracking open the Dixie beer. Let's see what the internet says. How you're spo supposed to pronounce this? Faubourg. 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 Oh, okay. So maybe that's how you're supposed to pronounce it. Well, you know, it's got the fleur de lis on the bottle and. Got a lot of things going on. It looks pretty good. Uh, the Neighborhood Beer of New Orleans. Well, that used to be Dixie. Now it's this. I'm not mad about it. I just, I don't know why people get so mad about stuff that shouldn't really matter, you know. So, I guess I'll be drinking Fabor beer tonight. Uh, I want to apologize uh, for the last uh, podcast I uh, almost passed out <laughs> because um, I'm doing way better now. I'm way better uh, the, the day, as the day has passed. I've regained my strength. I feel like a full 100% human being right now. Uh, apparently, I had been shitting myself so much uh, that I was severely dehydrated. So I had to drink like a gallon of water to uh, get my bearings. <laughs> Because that's why I ended the podcast early, the Halloween podcast early, is because I was literally thinking I was about to pass out. Because I was just, I was clammy and hot and just really felt like I was about to go out. And, uh, but luckily through drinking a shit, because some reason I'm, I'm kind of a dumbass. You'll, you'll see me do a lot of, or hear me do a lot of dumb shit. I had been on the toilet like all day, the day previous and uh, I woke up, for some reason, I woke up first thing that morning and was like, I'm going to go get a cup of coffee. Halfway through that coffee, I was like, feeling it. <laughs> I was feeling it. There was a lot of chemical imbalances going on in my body. So um, we uh, definitely had to get more fluids in the body to get normal. But now I feel great. And I've had a great day. It's been a weird day, but it's been a great day. Uh, because after I ended that podcast early this morning, uh, I drank all that water. I took a shower. I then, uh, basically, I had to go visit my aunt. Uh, I had to go visit my aunt in an undisclosed location in uh, Alabama. And uh, my dad contacted uh, her son. And I knew this was going to be just one of those trips. Because when my dad contacted uh, her son, uh, he was like, oh, you can't miss it. You can't miss it, man. Once you turn off blah, blah, blah road and you turn onto this road, you're going to see Trump flags. You're going to see don't tread on me flags. We, man, our whole yard is lit up with Trump. And I'm just like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, this is going to be quite an experience. I don't really want to 
you know, I was already dreading it because it was um, a family member that I had not seen in forever and who had previously been kind of annoying about certain things. It's Alabama, you know. Um, and I didn't know about going in, but, but since she was in really bad condition, I was like, I got to go. I got to go. And that added to it like, oh, God, they're huge Trumpers. And when I got there, I was just relieved that he wasn't Q. He wasn't QAnon. He wasn't QAnon crazy. He was just Trump crazy. There, there's levels. There's levels. It's all relative. But um, <clears throat> so that that's what I've been doing all day today. And I'm going to get into all that. This is the Biscuits Buttered Podcast with none other than the beautiful Victoria Vandenberg. I'm beautiful. I'm gorgeous. I'm serene. Everywhere I go, I light up the people around me and I better them. Because I'm just a cheery, just kind of, just kind of, just a go-getter gal. And, you know, people love me. That's all I can say about it. People love me. And uh, so if you have any questions, anything you want to talk to me about, please email me at biscuitsbuttered at proton.me. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, We just got a Twitter, a Facebook, and a Podvine. Hit us up on there. Uh, even though the accounts, the Twitter and the uh, Facebook are locked, we're going to get that fixed here soon. Uh, and we're going to try to be posting content for y'all to get on and look at. You know, anything I'm interested in, I can get on there and post and see what y'all think about it. Uh, well, anyway, back to the day. This has been a fucked up day. So he called and that guy was like, Oh man, you can't miss it. You can't miss it. The dang got Trump signs and don't trade on me signs and all this shit and 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 i seriously this is how living in alabama is for my european fans for my european fans and my uh, overseas fans one thing you have to understand about alabama if you ever visit alabama uh to be able to communicate with the locals you need to know about football you need to know about Trumpy stuff. You need to know about Trumpy stuff. Just be familiar with it and just pretend. Just pretend. Go along with it. Just to, you know, just, you know, kind of humor them. Um, and you need to know about guns. People love guns here. So, you know, we went there, and I guess I'll start from the first. You know, we went there. We stopped by a truck stop because me and my dad, you know, we, we can't, we can't just, we got to have something to eat at least every hour, you know. So we stopped at a truck stop. We got chicken gizzards and biscuits and biscuits covered in like honey and shit. And uh, then we went and uh, what did he get? He got um potato wedges and we had some really great truck stop food because even though we were on our way to a restaurant there's long drives you know it was like an hour and a half drive so we were like we gotta we gotta we gotta have a pre-meal okay you can't just go eat a meal somewhere you gotta pre-meal your meal okay so before you can eat your actual meal you need to just kind of it's kind of like a pre-workout you gotta have a little bit to eat before you actually go eat your meal where you're going to eat it. So we went to buy the truck stop. We got chicken gizzards and the chicken gizzards were fucking amazing. Uh, they're kind of like chicken livers, only they're chewier. Uh, people tell me not to eat them 
saying they're unhealthy, but I've they they give me fucking vitality. Every time I eat some chicken gizzards, man, I'm rock hard, ready to go. I mean, I'm just I'm I'm roaring after I've had some chicken gizzards. When I was a when I was an over the road truck driver, I would um I would get chicken gizzards like every day. Fucking loved it. Well, anyway, um, we stopped there, got our pre-meal meal, and then we went to beautiful uh, Blunt Springs, Alabama. Just th- This place is like, it's really gorgeous this time of year, actually. Uh, I'm not even joking. You know, most of the time when I say that, I'm being facetious, but today I'm not actually being facetious. I'm Real, it really is pretty because it's like this little tiny community. And when I mean tiny, I mean it's there's nothing hardly there other than a barbecue place. And you know, there's all these rocks and trees and streams, and it's just it's a cool place to go. So I always go out to Blunt Springs and eat at Top Hat Barbecue. That's where we stopped today. And I had a jumbo burger and uh, some fried green tomatoes. And uh, what else did I have? I had fried green tomatoes uh, and hush puppies. Dad had, um, I think, a hamburger steak. We didn't even eat barbecue while we were there, but their barbecue is real good. Everything they have is real good. And this place, I usually go to it because it's it's been open. I don't even, probably a hundred years this place has been fucking open. I mean, everybody has been to this place. And for me, it's a, uh, just kind of a, it's almost like going to church. I mean, this place is a place that my grandmother, uh, my aunt used to take me, my mom, my dad, everybody I've ever known um, has taken me to this place. And I've been going there since I was like a baby. And it's just, it's a, it's a spiritual center where I can, I can go there. I can harness my chi. I can regain all my vital energy and eat catfish and burgers and barbecue it's just it's fucking wonderful it centers me and it gets me ready for any challenge and today the challenge was going and seeing my aunt and her trumper family (laughs) and uh so we go to their house they're in this undisclosed location near birmingham and uh (laughs) And, uh, and rightfully so, we got there and um, Trump flag, uh, don't tread on me flag. Uh, there was some kind of other flag. I forgot what it was. Uh, but luckily, no QAnon flag. So that that's that's what you if you lived here, if you lived here, I know everybody was like, oh, it's still pretty bad. <laughs> but, but if you lived here. um you would understand like, oh, okay, so they haven't they haven't gone that far. <laughs> They've gone far, but there's always a little bit farther you can go. You get what I'm saying? So, okay. All right. So we got in there and my cousin's in there and he's like, oh, man, I, I hadn't seen this guy in years. And he is so methed out, skinny as a rail, methed out like a motherfucker, uh, just talking 90 to nothing. Uh, bitching about his sister becoming a liberal. And, you know, and I'm sitting here like, well, you know, me and dad are, we're old timey liberals. That's what I'll describe. Me and my dad are old timey liberals. 
You know, I, I think we're we're about people getting paid. We're about civil rights. We're about uh, freedom of speech. You know, we're about a lot of different things. Uh, we're old timey liberals. I, I'm not about all the new stuff. The silence is violence and the the woke bullshit where you know they're harassing people on the street to be compelled to to speak in their way because I mean it, it has gone way too far. You know, you need to let people believe what they believe, and if they don't believe like you, you know, don't don't fuck with you know just leave them alone. Don't. It, it doesn't affect you what they believe. Fuck you. You know, you don't need to go out and compel speech, you know? So we're old timey liberals. Okay. So anyway, he's going on and on. Oh my goddamn sister's a goddamn liberal, blah, blah, blah. And she can't even get on disability and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and the whole time I'm like putting on a fake face and, you know, trying, trying my best. I'm like, this is family. I got to roll up my sleeve. This is what you do, people. Okay, this is some advice for the people at home. When it's blood, when it's blood, when it's family, you roll up your sleeves. All right? And this maybe this is some advice for the incels and furries. When it's blood, when it's family, you do what you you just do what you have to do to maintain these bonds. Okay, your family's not perfect. But they're your family. You need to get along with them. I don't know why I believe this. And you need, maybe you need to do a little work to keep those bonds together. You need to keep it together with your family. All right? Where you can actually say you made an effort. Even though they're far gone, crazy, right-wing conspiracy theorists. You just got to do what you got to do to maintain relations, healthy relations with your family. I believe that's a good thing. I really do. I really do. So we went there. We seen my aunt. Uh, she looks horrible. Um, she's got Alzheimer's now. And I've had a lot of people on my dad's side of the family get Alzheimer's. They live a long time, but th they live to like their 90 or 90 or in their 90s. But they, they, a lot of them get Alzheimer's. And I'm like, oh God, is that where, is that me? Is that going to be me? I'm going to have to keep a pistol at the house because I just can't live at, like that, I'm gonna to have to end it. If I if I get diagnosed with that, I'm gonna go end it. Um, I, I just can't live like that. Well, anyway, sorry for taking that dark turn. Well, anyway, I'm in here um, with my cousin, and he's just rambling about everything under the sun. You can tell he's like fucking meffed out. But uh, you know, uh, my dad's very social, unlike me. So dad's, you know, him and dad are just talking, talking. So we spend a couple hours just, you know, shooting the shit with this guy and. You know, he's going on about druggies and all that. I'm sitting here like, is this guy really going on about druggies when I can pretty much tell this dude's like meffed out right now? <laughs> I mean, he's pretty fucking meffed out right now. But anyway, um, so we were there and he's just rambling and rambling and he even starts taking out guns. This is for you people. This is probably why a lot of people listen to the podcast. This is Alabama life. You will go over to see your family and they will just start randomly taking out automatic weapons. This is life in America and life in the South. They will randomly start taking out weapons. And I, I forgot what he said it was. I, I'm, I don't know much about guns. I was like, what is that, an AK? And he's like, no, this is an M16. And I'm like, oh, okay. And he was bragging he got it off a military guy or something. I'm like, 
all right. And then like, you know, he's bringing all these different guns out, showing me. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. And he's like, do you have any guns? And I'm like, well, I got a 22, but I do want to get a rifle because I would like to start hunting deer. Um, you know, I tried to, you know, I tried to relate. It's hard, but I tried to relate. And, um, cause that's what I think when I, you know, when I want to buy a gun, I just want to buy a gun. So maybe I could go hunting, you know, I, I own some property down near Birmingham and I'd like to go turkey hunting and deer hunting, things like that. So I would, I do need a rifle and I do need a shotgun eventually. Maybe in the next year I'll get one. But you know, he's bringing out, showing me all these guns and just crazy stuff and just ranting 90 to nothing. And it was quite an experience, but it was nice reconnecting with family. <laughs> That's all I can say about it. it. I was dreading the experience, but it ended up being a lot more positive than I thought it would be. So that's the lesson. That's Victoria's lesson of the week. You know, try to keep those bonds with your family. Try to connect with them. Because even, even people who are far gone, like MAGA people and Trump people, you, you, you have some things in common with them. And you, you can come to terms with some stuff with them and get along with them and have fun with them. You know, it's just like uh, at work, um, there's a QAnon lady, which I consider them far, far gone. But... She's, she's, she, she likes horror movies. <laughs> I can talk to her about horror movies. Uh, so that's one good thing about uh, talking with her. But uh, yeah, she's big into Q, big into QAnon. Oh man. So went there, you know, um, got to see my aunt that I hadn't seen in forever and uh, they had a huge fucking dog that I loved. It was like a long-haired golden retriever. And um, that that's basically how the day went. It was basically me uh, in a Trumper's house. And uh, it actually ended up being pretty good. Pretty good day on, on the whole. I know that doesn't sound like a good day, but it ended up being pretty good. I'm feeling good about it. All right. So we went and um, in uh, Florence, Alabama, people. So after we visited my aunt, we went to the Warrior Antique Mall, and um, I found an old um, cast iron, an old cast iron cornbread pan that had a Martin. It was by Martin Foundry in Florence, Alabama. Does anybody remember this foundry? that made these cast iron cornbread pans. I'm about to try to make some cornbread in it. Uh, I had to buy it because I was like, man, that's like, you know, my stomping grounds right there, you know. Uh, so I had to, had to buy it. I, I paid too much for it, but I had to buy it. And now I'm going to be able to make some stick cornbread uh, from scratch here at home, um, which I always think is a good idea. Uh, I am not... I've been missing out on Reddit. I haven't really uh, done much with Reddit. Um, I'm thinking about, I'll probably start a, a, a subreddit on there. But I've been using Reddit. Reddit is so useful. I, I had no clue how useful Reddit was. And I've been getting on there and asking for suggestions about my trip to Nashville, uh, which will be tomorrow. Uh, I didn't think I was going to pod... You know, that's the reason I recorded the Halloween podcast this morning. I didn't think I was going to record another, but it was such an eventful day that I was like, oh, I'm going to record another one today. And I got on 
read it and was asking around. I didn't know how useful this goddamn podcast on there. There's all these little groups and anything you're interested in from porn to cities to food, you can get on there and just ask a question and all these fucking people will just show up shoveling information your way and you can really learn a lot. And so, you know, and also I even love the snarky, the snarky uh, bullshit comments that people give, um, which I just love. So Reddit, who would have thought, I'm, I'm a little behind on technology, so bear with me. Uh, I'm uh, not the best with technology <laughs> and I'm just, I guess I'm just now discovering how great Reddit is. I've known about it for years. I've known about it for years. I've just never actually um, used it that much. So um, yeah, I think I talked about this on the last podcast. I, I caught momentarily a show called Ireland with Michael where he goes around interviewing people at hotels, restaurants, and different tourist attractions in Ireland. That is a cool show. And um, I want to somehow get the seasons of this so I can watch it because it's such a beautiful country. And I want us to break into the Ireland market. I want Conor McGregor to be my fan because, you know, we all know that he's rich. He's still in Ireland, right? You know, he's still, he's still, he's not on a boat in Malibu. No, he's, He's still in Ireland. <laughs> All right. So I'm always in Huntsville and Madison and Decatur and Birmingham. And, you know, I'm all over the place. I'm a truck driver. All right. So the other day, uh, I'm in, I had to get some dog food. All right. And I'm in Madison, Alabama. If you don't know about Madison, Alabama, it's this place that used to be just a little shithole in the wall. And then all of this government money came into the area and it blew up. So they're building all these houses. They're built. I mean, if you get on 72, it's just nothing but chains. They're just anywhere they can put a fucking restaurant or salon or grocery store or anything. They're just putting it all on 72 and you'll just be, you might as well be in LA. You'll be in backed up traffic and everything else. I mean, it's fucking horrible. So the other day I had to go there uh, for reasons. Uh, I forgot why I went over there. Anyway, I was over there for reasons. And um, I went into the Aldi there, the Aldi grocery store. And people in Madison really get on my nerves because there's like a lot of people who uh, are very well off. And you know how you can tell they're very well off? First off, if they're riding a bicycle, they're very well off. They don't have, they must not have to work because they're out riding a fucking bike. Now, I don't want to offend people in Belgium. Might not be the case in Belgium because those are, that's my fan base. I don't want to offend you people in Belgium. But if you're in America and you're riding a bike, that somehow means that you're rich. I, I know it doesn't make sense, but trust me. It means that you have leisure time and poor people don't have leisure time here okay so all i need to do is get my dog food and get out all right and madison it's full of all these rich people who are subsidized by all these nonsense government jobs building fucking missiles and shit uh, you know i don't know they're, they're building shit they do something here i don't know well anyway so i'm there and there's all these like people there and they're all being like, 
overly polite to each other. And it's like slowing down the line. It's slowing down there. Like I'm trying to get through and I show up and they're like, oh, oh, you can go before me. No, 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 no. You can go before me. No, no, you. No, 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 you. No, 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 no. You go. No, 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 you go. They'll sit there in the line arguing about who goes when first for like 20 minutes. No, 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 no. I'm more virtuous than you. You go first. No, by all means, by all means, you go first. No, 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 you. And for some reason, this is driving me insane <laughs> because I'm the one that actually has to fucking be somewhere. And they're offering for all these other people to cut in line, but they're not offering, they're not offering Victoria to cut in line, someone who works her fucking ass off. Um, and I'm just like, God damn you people. God fucking damn you. Why can't you let me go first? You're offering, you're letting this old lady cut in the fucking line before me because you're before me and you're letting her cut in and that's slowing me down and I gotta fucking go to work. You fucking cut. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how old you are. That means you got plenty of time. Well, in, in, in a way, you got plenty of time. You don't have to be nowhere that day, but you know, you might be dead in that year, but you know what I mean? You've got time. You don't have nothing to do. You're retired. Fucking let me go. It's my time. I'm busy. I got things to do, motherfuckers. And that's why I will never go in the Aldi Madison again. Aldi and Madison again. Because it's just a pe it's just people who have too much free time. And they're taking their time shopping and blocking the lanes and not paying attention to whether anybody else needs to get through. And... Um, it's just so fucking frustrating. That's why I hate Madison, Alabama. It's just a bunch of people who have too much money and nothing to do. And they're very inconsiderate of people who actually, actually do shit and run shit and have places to be. So fuck these people. All right, I apologize for that rant. <laughs> I told you this podcast is going to be about the stupidest shit throughout my life that shouldn't be interesting to anybody, but that's the way the podcast is going to be. It's going to be me ranting into a microphone about my everyday experiences, and that was one. Well, anyway, and you know, and this whole area is just so shitty. Like Madison is just like you get on Madison, or you get on seventy two, and it's just like chain after chain after chain. No local places, just all chains. And I'm like the. You could drop anybody here. They wouldn't know where they were at. Like if you drop somebody in blindfolded from another city, they'd be like, oh, what part of town am I on? Because it's all chains. Got the same shit no matter where you're at. You could have been in New Jersey. Who would have known? Well, anyway, so I was on 565 the other day. This was all actually on the same day. And they're, they've got these new planes. And I asked around, and this is what brought up Reddit earlier, because I was trying to find out what the fuck was up with these goddamn planes at the Huntsville airport? So I'm riding down 565 and there is a plane circling the goddamn Huntsville airport with smoke coming out of its engines. I call the news. They're like, they don't, you know, I call WHNT. They don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I call, um, or well, I get on Reddit and asked around. Well, it turns around after asking and asking and asking, 
their new planes that they're using, and I forgot what kind they told me it was, but apparently their new planes emit a lot of smoke. I don't know what airline it is. I don't know what kind of plane it is, but I will not be flying out of Huntsville Airport because they're fucking playing. I thought this thing was about to crash or emitting smoke. And apparently that's just normal. That shouldn't be normal. I mean, I swear to God, we're becoming a third world country. Every day I see something new that is a sign that we're becoming a third world country. It's fucking ridiculous. And everyone's like, oh no, just, just a little smoke. Just a little smoke. Nothing big. No big deal. No big fucking deal. <laughs> That's what I feel like I go through every day. I'm like, no, this is a big deal. And then the people are like, no, nah, it's not a big deal, dude. Not a big deal. <laughs> it's like, okay. I guess it's just me then. All right. Well, let's see what I got. I wrote down something here. Great minds come about through close observation of the stupid. Great minds come about through the close observation of the stupid. This is my true belief that all great minds come through observation of the stupid. If you live here in the South, you know, we got great Southern writers. We've had great scientists. We've had great human beings come out of the South. And I believe, and this is my theory, that it comes through the close observation of the stupid. They just do the opposite of what the stupid people are doing. And that's how they become great people. All right. Um, and that is my advice for the day. Do the opposite of what do the opposite of what my Trump loving cousin is doing. Don't do meth. Don't send Trump money. Oh, and he did give us a story about him sending Trump money and now he gets constant robocalls and is being harassed currently by Trump. Well anyway, just do the opposite of what they're doing. Okay. So I met work the other day, because we're just gonna talk about a lot of work. A lot of work bullshit. There's been so much work bullshit lately. I mean, it's fucking insane. Um, so I get into work the other day, and I'm unloading my truck. Uh, and a guy comes in, and forgive me if I can't do this voice, and I forget the character's name from The Simpsons. He walks in, points at me, and goes, Ha ha! Am I doing that right? Points at me and goes, Ha ha! Did I do that right? Okay, and I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? You know, I'm sitting here like, and I'm like, oh, this motherfucker. This motherfucker's about to catch these hands. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's about to catch these hands. And then he keeps doing it. He keeps going, ha, 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 ha. And, he, and I'm just like, oh, something's not right here. And then... Because he's doing the pointing too, but he's pointing at different places going, ha ha. And he he unloads his truck and then he goes out in the parking lot and he's still going, ha ha, ha And I'm like, what the fuck, man? Because I didn't know if you had Tourette's. I didn't know it actually came with um, movement too. Maybe I'm dumb for not knowing that, but he was actually doing the pointing just like the character. And, um, I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, I'm the asshole. He's got Tourette's. He's trying to deal with all these weird, whatever you'd call it, compulsions to 
talk. And then the, the next day he comes in and he's meowing. He's just going meow, meow, meow. And he keeps doing that over and over and over again. Like the whole time he's there unloading his truck, he's meowing like a cat. Uh, I'm like, wow, I couldn't imagine uh, living like that, living where you're just doing weird shit all day. And with his, he was actually, it wasn't just verbal. It was like he was doing movements along with the, with the meowing and with the ha-haing and all that. And uh, it's going to sound bad, guys. But again, if I had that, if I had that, uh, I'd probably off myself. Let's be honest. Um, well, anyway, we hired a winner at work. Got this new lady. She's a real winner. Um, first off, she's been calling in like every other day she calls in. She refuses to drive the truck. She refuses to use a pallet jack. She refuses so much shit, but management won't let her go. She's in her 90-day probationary period, and management won't let her go. She literally refused to drive the truck the other day, and we're like, lady, you're training. This is what you're going to be doing if you stay here. You've got to drive the fucking truck. You're, you're a truck driver. you got to drive the truck. It's a truck. You're a truck driver. And uh, apparently she can't figure out how to use a pallet jack. And uh, I, don't, I don't know what to say. I mean, I don't know what's going on with people. I mean, you just can't get anybody who's willing to give half an effort on anything anymore. Uh, and management, because they're so desperate for people, they won't let her go. And it's just like one thing after the fucking other, man. I mean, if I was the manager, I would already let this lady go. I'd be like, we don't need her. All she's doing is taking up our time, wasting our time, because we have people training her. And she's just not, she's claiming she doesn't understand how to use the pallet jack. And we're like, no, no, no. You're not, you're not lower functioning. You know how to use the pallet. You're just, you're just being difficult. You're wanting to, you're wanting to extend your training period is what you're wanting to do when, cause look, my job, they could train a monkey to do it. It's so fucking easy. And she's trying to claim she can't figure it out. And we're just like, no, you're just not putting up the effort. Does anybody ever deal with these people? Get people hired in at work that just don't care. Uh, and it makes everything harder on everyone else. If you, if you do have people like that at work, tell me about it. Email me at biscuitsbuttered at proton.me. All right. So I've been saving in my retirement. I, I save about a quarter of my income in my retirement because I'm starting late. So um, I've been living with uh, my elderly father. So I've been able to actually save some cash, some cash money. And um, so... In my retirement account, I found out that the great thing about my retirement account is that I have two separate, I get a pension, but then I also have a 401k. So I've been piling money back into this 401k, but you can loan money out of the 401k. So I already have a great deal of money that I could loan out if I needed to. Um, but have you ever heard of BlackRock, a company called BlackRock? So... There's this evil corporation called BlackRock, ran by a man by, I believe the name Larry Fink. 
I think that's his name. Might need to look this up to make sure. Might be Harry Fink. Let me see here. Just make sure I'm telling y'all right. I'm going to get everything correct on this podcast because you know that this podcast is about facts and the truth. Um, yeah, Larry Fink and this motherfucker, I swear to God, they're all of the 401ks in the world are handled by this BlackRock. So they're handling like trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars. And nobody even knows that most of the money in the world is locked up into this BlackRock. And I found out that they're controlling our retire our 401k retirement money. And I'm like, well, if something happened with this money, I would, I'd be wiped. The whole world would be wiped. But for some reason, the government thought it was a good idea to let this fucking gigantic company control all of our fucking money. So now I'm worried about my damn retirement. I'm going to have to start like another account somewhere just to make sure it doesn't get gobbled up. Cause I'm almost positive. This Larry Fink is a goddamn, he's going to be remembered as one of these frauds, you know, kind of like Matt off. I feel like he's going to run off with my money, but if you ever get the chance to look up BlackRock, it is fucking insane. I think I read that it was, um, God, it was almost like $10 trillion they controlled. And it was like the hugest, uh, it's like the, one of the biggest companies in the world. They hold the most wealth in the world. Um, and, and I just can't believe that the government and everyone allows this to go on. Um, I want to thank you all for listening to me today. Um, this is Victoria of Bondenburg with Biscuits Buttered. Uh, we are going to be going to Nashville tomorrow. I plan on trying to eat some good food, maybe go to a haunted house, go to see Pussifer, uh, get sloshed, uh, me and Bert's chili. I, I wish I could get Bert's chili. I swear to God, Bert, Bert is a real person. And one day I'm going to have him on the podcast. He's a real person. I swear to you. But um, I just hadn't been able to get him on the podcast yet. So one day we will get him on here. But the, I guess the, the closing thing I'll leave you with is that if you have crazy family members, try to, try to just be a little, try to reach out, try to stay connected with your family the people you love just do it even if they piss you off because these people today they i hadn't had the best relations with them in the past and they have pissed me off a lot in the past by things they've said about me and Bert's chili and um but i said you know i need to be nice i need to be the bigger man i need to go over there and uh be nice and really get along with these people and try to make a connection and keep a relationship open for the greater good, for the greater good of humanity. I truly believe it. And that's what I'm going to leave you with here today. This is Biscuits Buttered with Victoria Vandenberg. Email me at biscuitsbuttered at proton, uh, proton.me. Thank you. <laughs>